everyone. Welcome back to the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. I'm Allison Capen, founder of Women Who Tech. Every week, we feature one of 10 game-changing women-led startups. Then after the show, visit womenwhotech.com backslash vote and rate the startup's pitch. At the end of the season, we'll award $5,000 to the winning startup determined by our guest investors and you, our listeners. Joining me on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today is our guest investor, Allie Burns. Allie is the Managing Director of Village Capital. It's so great to have you on the podcast, Allie. Delighted to be here. Great. So one of the things that we women, Allie, <laughs> in the United States take for granted is access to menstrual products. We have access to pads, tampons, diva cups, thinks period panties, and so on. And we can get these products basically at the drop of a hat. But for teens and women in countries like Kenya, menstrual products are just not easily accessible. And there can be this really awful stigma around women getting their monthly period, and it's embarrassing for them, and it also makes them feel really isolated. But Dialapad, co-founded by Faith Camus, has developed a platform to really tackle the lack of menstrual equity and sexual reproductive health for Kenyan women. Faith, thank you so much for being on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today. We'd love to hear more about Dialapad and how you're addressing this issue for women in Kenya and hopefully other countries. Thank you for your question. You actually preempted what I was going to say. So menage um, typically a transition process, and this is basically the emblem of becoming a woman. So it goes without saying when I was 13 and I got my menses, my mother took my sister and I to the supermarket and she dropped us off at the aisle where the menstrual products. So up until five years ago, I thought this was the norm. Like every girl, this is what is supposed to happen. But five years ago, when we, we my sister and I were training kids at that time on the importance of hygiene, we decided to celebrate the Menstrual Hygiene Day, which is May 28th. And it was shocking to us when it came face to face with the reality that this was not the norm. Actually, girls and the young girls at the schools, at the public schools, really faced period poverty. There was a total lack of menstrual equity. So this in turn affected even their education. There was, their education was seriously interrupted. And according to UNICEF, as per now, up to a million girls in the sub-Saharan Africa are missing up to one week of, uh, of schoolwork and eventually end up basically dropping out of school. So upon even further interactions with girls and women outside the school setting, we, we did realize that there was lack of menstrual equity, also ignorance on matters pertaining to their sexual health and menstrual hygiene and what have you. So among this also what they faced was, of course, period shaming. And in Kenya, menstrual menstruation is basically a taboo. You cannot speak about it openly. You cannot talk about it with your parents. And so we decided, how could we curb this menace? How could we do something to help? This is what really pushed us to design the platform that is Dialapad. So Dialapad is a mobile application. And what we do on here is we have basically three major segments. And the first segment is our e-commerce stroke e-shop, where you can just walk in and purchase the pad or sanitary material that you would love. Uh, we're trying to push for organic, 
menstrual cups. So the second bit is where basically our information uh, resource center, where we disseminate information regarding to menstrual hygiene, how to take care of yourself during that time, and what is normal, what is not normal, in matters even pertaining to the sexual reproductive health. And then we have a third section where basically we are connecting Kenyan women and girls to qualified gynecologists. And we do this through a partnership with one of our biggest referral hospitals back in Kenya, that's Kenyatta National Hospital. So yeah, that's basically the gist of our problem and solution. Great. Thank you, Faith. I've done some work in the sanitation and hygiene sector in Kenya, so have some exposure to the the breadth of this challenge and, and glad that you're working to solve it. Tell me a little bit more about the app itself. I'm, I'm specifically interested in how the e-commerce part works. So basically what we have on there is we've listed various products from tampons, reusable towels, menstrual cups, so basically a variety of menstrual products that normally women use. So how it works is you, there's no login. So you just enter straight into the eShop section. You choose what you would love to buy. And the standard is a dollar for each pad. Then it goes higher with the menstrual cups and tampons, of course. But once you choose what you want to buy, you can just, you check out and you pay via M-Pesa. M-Pesa is integrated mobile money just to make it easier for the purchasing. Great. And then how is it delivered? Do the users pick it up somewhere? How does that work? So what we've done is we've mapped out our various distribution points. So in these mapped out zones, we do deliver. So you pick it up near near your neighborhood, basically, where we have these uh, distribution points. Great. And how are you getting the, the app into the hands of the young women? Are you, how are you going so, marketing um, to them directly? Or are you using partnerships or some combination? So, so far, we had partnered with other sexual productive kind of NGOs just to get the word out there. Also, we, have, we do direct marketing through ground activations. Also, inbound marketing through social media has been of big help to us. And um, yeah, a system of referrals has really worked well for us because it's something new, it's something fresh, and people want to try it out. Great. Is there anyone else doing anything like this in Kenya or in other countries? Do you have competition? What does that look like? Yes, we do have competition. In Kenya currently, we are the only ones doing it. But in our neighboring country, Rwanda, there is Kasha who are doing the same thing. And the difference, our edge is that within our platform, we have what we call copper pad. And copper pad, copper is a Swahili word for land. So basically what we do is if perhaps you cannot afford to buy that month, we extend the lending services to you, but we will not give you money. Instead, we'll give you a long lasting solution like perhaps a reusable pads or a menstrual cup. Then we, we give you flexible payment options where you get to pay us slowly back. Great. That's fascinating. So that leads me actually into a question about your revenue model. How are you making money? So thank you for your question. For now, we are making money through the in-app sales of 
sanitary wear. Also, what, did, uh, what I failed to mention is we have self-testing kits. The serology kits also are up for sale. We also get a portion of the money from the chats. When you log in and chat with our gynecologist, we get money from that. Also, we do get money from the direct sales of our power dispensers that perhaps I forgot to mention that are tailored mostly to keep girls in school. Great. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the pad dispensers? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention. So our pad dispensers are smart pad dispensers. And apart from dispensing, so we've made it really, really affordable for these girls from the impoverished, basically, families to afford. So each pad goes uh, for... uh, We are dispensing individually wrapped pads, and each pad goes for five shillings, five Kenya shillings. That's like zero point zero um five cent dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so this uh this is our Kadogo economy. So you cannot afford um you can't afford eighty shillings to buy a whole packet to go to school. So what what you tell we are telling you is come buy two pack two individually wrapped pads that will sustain you through that day in school. That's Thus, great. your education is not really interrupted. That's great. Um, what kind of traction are you seeing with the gynecology chat? So actually, this is in works. So since we are basically offering it for a dollar, as opposed to the current prohibitive prices, so definitely in a day, we were looking at maybe 200 people being serviced by our gynecologists. So, yeah, that's what you're looking at currently when we start, that is. That's great. Great. Tell me a little bit more about your growth strategy. Are you starting with more concentrated, sort of highly populated areas because you have these distribution centers? Or are you looking more at more distributed rural areas? What does that look like? Thank you for that question. Actually, right now we've started in Nairobi. Nairobi is like the capital city of Kenya. And yeah, it's highly populated with around 3 million women. So we are starting from here and we are aiming for the larger, like 19% of these women. But we want to grow organically because really we can't achieve the 100%. That that would be too ambitious. But we're looking at 19% of the 3 million women in Nairobi. Excellent. If you can capture that. Great. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very high percent. Yes, so. it is. Yeah. Where can we find out more about Dialapad? So from our social media, uh, we're very active on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Great. Do you have, also, a, we have your Twitter um, handle? Yes, it's at Dialapad. We have a small uh, support group on WhatsApp where we have 300 women and we just get together to talk about everything, periods, and sexual productive health. That's great. And where can they find you on WhatsApp? It's also at Dailapad. Maybe I can send a link. Sure. That would be great. Well, Faith, thank you so much for joining us on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today. It was really, really awesome to hear about the incredible work that you're doing with Dailapad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Faith. Thank you. So, Allie, what did you think of Dialapad? I am really excited about what she's doing. I think it's a great way to leverage technology to attack a problem and a challenge that has been sort of 
consistently persistent throughout the developing world and particularly in sub-Saharan Africa. I was particularly interested in what she's thinking about related to this COPA pad. So being able to provide flexible financing structures so that women can have access to the products that they need when they need them. I thought that was really interesting and exciting. Yeah, I agree. That was actually the first time I was hearing about that. And I was very excited to to hear that because I know that this is such a huge problem in getting access to these products. And there's a financial barrier to it, just as she pointed out, and she has found a way to address that financial barrier. I was also really excited to hear about the product that she's working to incorporate now, which is the chats with gynecologists. Again, being able to get easy access to information when things are confusing and you need medical advice, I'm really, really excited to see where that's going. The one thing I was I would like to see that be free of charge and I'd like to see her partner with a product company that sells the menstrual products to sponsor that part of that so that the chats are free because I think that'll go um, a much longer way in reaching more women. I agree and to be able to provide a safer space for women in a in a culture where there is still a stigma around menstrual health, an opportunity to have access to free information and advice in a safe space is really important. 